place to contemplate. Well, it's very, very heartening to have so many people turn up to a Zen meeting that promises nothing. It <laughs> <laughs> promises not attaining anything. Very heartening. Um, the topic I wanted to talk to you about tonight um, is a, it's an age-old uh, question which human beings have been asking themselves for a long time. And for some reason it, it came into my mind as to whether human beings are fundamentally good or human beings are fundamentally evil. Uh -huh. And um, you would have many philosophers through the years arguing both sides of that. But um, in um, Buddhism, um, the teaching is that um, our true nature, if you want to call it that, is um, fundamentally good. And so um, I started to reflect on it. I thought, well, is this just a feel-good philosophy, like, you know, another form of positive psychology, optimism? Do you know, it's just a, a nice idea that makes people feel good about themselves, that we're basically just good. <coughs> uh -huh. um, it's kind of like, you know, like we, you know, when parents put kids to bed at night, if they've got a, a Christian background, you know, that they're, they're safe in the arms of Jesus kind of thing. Do we just comfort ourselves with that our idea that we're fundamentally good? Mm -hmm. And because on the other side of it, um, it's pretty well established that, that human beings can be quite evil creatures and do things to other human beings and other creatures that other, and other animals would do. You know, genocide, do you know, do you know, ethnic cleansing, do you know? Pretty evil, pretty ugly that human beings would be capable of that. So it seems like evil, what we might call evil actions or harmful actions, are a force in the world and human beings can be the perpetrators of that kind of harm. So where does that sit with this idea that we're fundamentally good? Right? What happens? Um, now, because I was curious about this question and I just wanted to enter it with a, an open mind rather than being a good Buddhist or whatever, so I thought I won't read any books about it, I'll just try and examine my own um, mind for a week and just be open-ended about what occurs. And so through my um, everyday life, um, I noticed that I was either just present and connected to what was happening, and, and occasionally that I could get into negative states of mind, where I could be oppositional or I could be angry or I could see resentment arising in my mind. And I'll give you a particular example of it. Um, it's better to have a, a concrete example at times. Um, but where we've recently moved to in Lane Cove, um, we're very fortunate, just three doors up from us is a very beautiful bushwalk in a valley with a creek going through it and a track. And it's this corridor of trees. And when, once you go down below, it's just sort of a very magical place to be in. And um, and so I've been walking through there almost every day with my dog since we moved there. And I noticed that there was rubbish in the creek, you know, bits of plastic bottles and things. And, and for weeks on reflection now, I remember walking through there and go, why doesn't anyone ever clean up this rubbish? 
you know, it's mm. disgraceful that this rubbish is here. And so I, that's the thinking process that was going on for a while. And then I had a, a flash of insight. I went, duh, I could be the person that cleans up the rubbish. So what I've been doing nearly every day when I go through there, I pick up some rubbish and I collect it out and I bring it back. Um, now, this is not me trying to show how virtuous I am. It's just that you, you get out of the way and you see what needs to be done and you do something like cleaning up the environment. But that, that's not the end of the story. That's, that's just the beginning. Then when I was... I'd be just cleaning it up, you know, just doing it. And then occasionally I would notice a thought pattern would come into my mind, which was sort of had an edge of resentment to it. Like, how come I'm the only one doing this? Do you know, why don't, why don't other people do this as well? And so you can see the beginnings of anger arising, resentment arising, and creating a story around it. And then, and then you're in this kind of fantasy, you know, sort of, you know, chattering on in your head about how people aren't mindful enough and how they, you know, they don't care about things and so on. And you go down that track and then, then it's not just anger arising, you're then harbouring anger to look at one of our precepts. You're creating a story out of um, aversion, you know, or greed or whatever. And you, you have the greed or the anger coming up and you attach a story to it and you feed it, and that's the beginning of doing harm. Mm -hmm. Now, you may not think it's too strong a word to say they're evil thoughts, but they're unwholesome thoughts. And you can see from that example how you can build a whole story out of anything into something which is self-righteous, angry, oppositional, resentful, and you build those stories and then you, 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 you join groups of other people who share the same story mm. and off you go, do you know? And then you create harm in your life. Mm -hmm. um, I've even come across in my life environmental warriors who hate human beings, right? And it can come from that, that same place. Um, but when you, when you, the point I'm coming to if you watch your mind closely, is that, at least my experience is, if I don't get caught up in making a story out of something, then I find my mind's either just neutral or it's kindly connected to everything. That's the way, it, that's just the way it is. In Sarsin it's kind of like that. Um, but when I can do something harmful or I have the potential of doing something harmful, it's because I started to entertain a thinking pattern and it's hooked into either grasping for something or having aversion and the anger or the resentment or whatever it might be that goes along with it and it creates its own momentum. And then if you go over that, if you get caught in that construction over and over again, you can see where unwholesome or unskillful actions come from and on a larger scale and a more extreme version of, of it of where evil comes from. So if you look in, maybe I'm deluding myself, but when I look into my own mind, I find if there's no, I'm not clinging to some kind of thought construction or story, that I'm just present doing what I need to do in a way that's connected. And then when I don't do that, you know, when I get caught up in the, the me, the I, me, mind, and the story that I want to sort of fabricate, then I'm off the track, you know, and there's the potential of, of 
that thought process becoming words or becoming an action in some kind which is then unwholesome. So with my own little experiment, um, I don't know the answer completely, but when I look into myself, that's the experience I have. <laughs> if you look into yourself, that might be the experience you have. Don't believe me, but, but look at that yourself. Just see what actually happens on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, when you get caught up in um, doing things which are unskillful and what the thinking background was to it. <laughs>